Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to Let's Talk Frank. I'm your host, Francisco Portella. However, all my friends call me Frank, so allow me to talk Frank with you. Now on this podcast, I'm gonna show you how to prevent negative thoughts, point out limiting beliefs, and how to nip fear in the bud in order to achieve your ultimate goals in life. Now, in order to accomplish that, we will be focusing on your mind, body, and soul, and how all three tie together to achieve your dreams. So join us as we discuss topics such as self-development, mental health, and many more. We will also be joined by many interesting guests and see how their experiences can benefit you as well. We will also be joined by my dear friend Tara, who's a psychic medium, and she will teach us the spiritual side of life. So follow me along on all platforms, folks, so you don't miss out on any exciting news. I hope to see you all there. Hey everyone, welcome to episode seven. Lucky number seven. Today's episode is about the body. And I'm super excited to share with you my interview with Serena Sousa, who is a personal trainer. And she's also a stretch therapist. And not to mention, she is a good friend of mine as well. And in this episode, we dive uh, deep into, you know, taking ownership with your body and with your physical aspect of life. You know what I mean? I believe personally, uh, especially with the mind, body, and soul, it is very important to take care of your body. And in this episode, we, we dive deep into ways on how to improve your health you know, exercise you can do if you can't make it to the gym, what you can do. Uh, There's a lot of great tips that Serena mentions. You know, at the end of the day, folks, it's super important to protect your body because this is our vessel. This is the only body that we have. And it's super important to protect it so that we can make it last as long as we can, even into our later years, without having any issues with our joints, aches and pains, you know, things like that. And I truly believe as a 40-year-old man myself, um, who's still fairly fit for his age, and I'm and working on that as well, folks, I'm still not even done completing my goal in regards to, you know, the, the physique and the shape that I want to be in as well. But I'm working on it. And just like everything else, it's all about taking accountability and, you know, looking at yourself, um, not necessarily critically, but uh, looking at yourself and being able to recognize areas that you want to improve. And that is unique to all of you. Uh, What I want to do is unique to me, and what you want to do is unique to yourself. So look at yourself in the mirror, and I always say that, look at yourself straight in the eyes. Because if if you're able to lie to yourself in the mirror, then you're not taking accountability and you're not being honest with yourself, and you're just setting yourself up for failure. So ask yourself those tough questions you got to answer them yourself and you got to be true to yourself. But anyway, folks, this episode was super great. Serena is a, just a book full of knowledge. Um, she loves what she does. You can hear that in her voice. Um, there's so much good information that she that she's literally given to you guys for free. So it was just a pleasure to have her. There is actually, you know, a connection. Uh, I went to school with her brother. Uh, So I've known her family for a long time and her parents too. Um, Great people, great family. And uh, this is kind of 
the reason why I, I really enjoy these type of interviews is because I get to really share great connections and people with very similar uh, vibes, energy, vibration, frequency, all that. Um, and that I get to pass that on to you as well. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Uh, for those of you looking to improve your life, um, you know, when it comes to exercise or, or physically, pay attention because we dive into some great tips. Um, some great tips I'll share with you today is definitely YouTube. Um, you can get so many exercises on YouTube. I mean, I don't want to use Google um, because they don't pay me anything. But <laughs> at the end of the day, folks, there's so much information there. And I hate to bring up the word accountability because it even comes up in the interview. It's really something that you need to take ownership for yourself. Really what you want to do is go and find that information that your mind is craving, that your body's craving, and do your research. It's out there. So don't be afraid to look, watch videos. Um, a lot of great people are putting a lot of great free content on YouTube too. And I'm telling you right now, guys, when I first started getting back into, uh, into shape uh, after I was separated, I remember, well, actually I was doing this before, but uh, like I was going to the gym, but then after I was just like, you know what? I, I feel like I hit a plateau. I was like, I need some guidance. And I started, I, I, I think somebody actually gave me the idea to go online. And I, I started looking at some, uh, some videos and it really started helping, uh, especially with my form. And you can practice at home in front of the mirror. Um, obviously you guys, I, I keep mentioning the mirror, but the mirror is a great place to practice things, even talking, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, but practicing your form in front of the mirror, whatever it is, folks, at the end of the day, you need to take ownership. You need to take action. This is, this is the time right now. All right. I'm encouraging everybody to take time to take the action in your life at this moment to improve it. And it's the winter time right now. So if you want that beach body, now's the time to start. Okay, folks. So without further ado, I present to you Serena Sousa, and I hope you really enjoy it. All right, everybody, welcome to uh, my seventh uh, episode and my interview with Serena, who's uh, who's been actually a longtime friend as well. And, and I've been friends with her family. I uh, went to school with her with her uh, younger brother. Um, you know, just a great group of, of people that I've actually had the, the uh, pleasure to meet in my life as well. And, and your parents were always super great to me as well. So make sure you tell them I say hello. Um, so everybody, welcome to the program, Serena Sousa. And um, she's basically been a, a personal trainer for 14 years, and she's a certified personal training coach and a stretch coach, which definitely I'm curious about that, which actually I had to, I'll, I'll kind of tell you a little funny story about that, but stretching is still very important uh, to me. So definitely we're going to dive into some of those questions. Um, but again, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Frank. It's been a long time since we've seen each other, actually. It has been. It has been. And I mean, I guess through social media, that's kind of the benefit of really having social media as well. Um, like I said, I, uh, you know, prior to contacting you, I was seeing that you were doing some, uh, some, you know, some 
uh, motivational talks, you know, while you're walking and that sort of thing. And I was just like, you know what, you would be a perfect fit for, you know, exactly what I'm doing as well. And uh, so here we are, you know, fate made it happen. And uh, and again, I'm thank you so much for for accepting the invitation. Um, so, you know, let's let's get started now. Um, you know, tell us tell us uh, tell my my listeners basically. Um, you know, just your past, how you got into personal training, and uh, what kind of got you into personal training as well. Well, I don't want to say it was an accident, but it sure wasn't on purpose. Um, I've always been into working out, even all through high school and university and grad school. And uh, I started teaching a couple of uh, fitness classes at a local gym. And I thought, well, wow, like if I can make all these people smile and feel good, I wonder uh, how far I can reach someone if we're just one-on-one, right? And if we develop a personal connection and develop rapport, how much further would I be able to um, help this person improve their life and and essentially change their life? Um, So it was kind of a little bit of an accident. And I just started taking a bunch of courses, started to get... um, you know, build up my knowledge base and read up on a lot of smart people and create a little bit of knowledge base for myself. And away we go. Here we are. Yeah, I guess 14 years later. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, um, you know, it's funny that you say an accident. Right. Because some some inventions in the past have been created, you know, by accident as well. Right. So um, and, you know, those are that's usually, you know, fate kind of kind of directing you right so it's it's amazing and and, and you've stuck to it obviously so um you mm-hmm. obviously have a passion for it um what what's something that you actually enjoy most you did kind of touch base like about you know making people smile and and kind of achieve their goals but is there anything else that really kind of gets you really get those juices flowing i guess you can say or well i feel at my best when i'm at the gym right and i think that was another reason why i kind of wanted to get more so into this industry more than just working out myself, right? Because if I felt at my absolute best every time I step into a gym, then it's it's really not work. Yeah. Right? Oh man, um, I can I can relate. Every every hour I see someone different. And it's almost like a new adventure because everyone comes with a different background, a different story, and a different reason as to why they come and see me. It's just not about getting smaller or getting faster or eating better, right? A lot of the times it's about dropping blood pressure or um, mental health, or I would never exercise or take time for myself if I didn't have a set appointment with somebody, right? Um, So every hour is a different adventure and the day goes by you know, just like that. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Uh, And a a great perspective too, right? Like some people kind of get in that grind where they, you know, they absolutely dread, you know, going to work and every hour seems like 10 hours, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, and I can totally relate. Like um, when I was flying, it was just, it, it didn't even seem like going to work. Like the drives to the airport was like, oh yeah, I'm going here, you know, and it could have been a, a little leg, somewhere close, but whatever, regardless, right? It's just exciting to, you know, have that, um, I guess that a passion be your everyday job sort of thing, you know, and it's, it's, it's awesome, right? So, um, okay, for example, I'm a new, I'm a, a new person, I wanna join the gym, um, but I'm, 
insecure or I'm kind of a little hesitant or I have no experience, you know, I've never done any, any workouts, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a new client, potentially a new client or somebody that approaches um, your club, for example, uh, what kind of exam, like what kind of advice would you um, give somebody who's kind of on the fence or a little nervous to get started? Um, how can mm-hmm. you direct them to, you know, learn some exercises or, you know, how do you kind of get them to want to join up with you and uh, potentially, you know, work with you and, and, and to achieve their ultimate goals, right? Well, we see this in the gym all the time. Uh, people say, well, I'm not fit enough to go to a gym or people are always looking at me. Um, but really, no one's looking at you except for your trainer. And because uh, everyone's too busy checking themselves out. Really, let's face it, right? <laughs> hmm, no, right? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. I, I, um, I mean, there's so many mirrors there. I mean, I, I try to avoid them. I, I, you know. <laughs> um, no, really, you know, I can understand a lot of people have insecurities about coming into the club, especially if they think that a gym is just for people, just for athletes. Um, you know, my mother for a long time thought the gym was just for athletes and then she had a knee replacement and then that forced her to come into the gym. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when people saw me with her, I, I could just imagine the perception. Oh, my goodness. Why is Serena letting that like older lady get away with crappy form or, you know, whatever the case was. But we don't know people's stories. So we have to be crazy kind um, to them because we don't know what their background is when they come into the gym. Um, so my little piece of advice was just do your homework. Right. Do the homework on the club that you want to join. Um, go and do a test run because a lot of the clubs will let you go in for free for a trial run and um, see what kind of vibe you get. See how the personal trainers are interacting with their clients. See how they're interacting with each other. Um, see how the front desk interacts with you or with other members in the club and just see what kind of vibe you get. Because if you don't feel comfortable, it doesn't matter if you have the greatest trainer on earth. You are never yeah. going to want to go and you're always going to find an excuse. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm also talk to other people who, you know, who go to different clubs and this way you can kind of do a little bit of research that way and uh, feel a little bit more comfortable even before you approach um, the club of choice. Right. Yeah. You know what? Actually, that is all really good advice. Um, You know, one thing that I miss now about the gym and we'll talk a little bit about that in the future is kind of that environment. It's almost like a family, right? You show up, you know, hey, Jim, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. Serena, how's it going? Right. That sort of thing. And, um, you know, the energy, again, as soon as you walk in there, right, is positive. You know, people are there to to work on themselves and and to achieve certain goals. Um, and I, I think that's great advice. You know, definitely feel how it feels. Make sure it does kind of give you that that positive vibe and, um, you know, just, you know, see what the environment's like, you know, see what the equipment's like, you know, that sort of stuff. I mean, and that's kind of what I would you know, take as well when I'm joining a new gym. And for example, when I was living up in Sudbury, um, I had to make a decision which gym I wanted to join. So it was the same thing, just going in, checking out the gyms, seeing which one, you know, resonated better. And obviously location to where I was living because I was living kind of north of the city. I wasn't exactly in Sudbury. So the one gym was right downtown Sudbury. So it was quite a quite a trek, you know, and being a um, an on-call pilot, I didn't have that ability to, or that luxury, uh, essentially for with time. So I, I had to really be, you know, if I got called, 
there and then to the airport within an hour, you know? So um, really great advice. Um, how about clothing, Just for example? Add to that a bit yes. as well. Okay. Um, another thing would be try to go for your initial visit during the non-busy times. Um, because you may feel a little bit more comfortable when there are less people around. And especially if you see, you know, these big people lifting a lot of heavy weights, because um, sometimes that's a little intimidating. So if people try to go before 3 p.m., um, maybe even after uh, between 10 and 3 p.m., usually that's uh, the slow period. Um, a lot of personal trainers and staff usually work out at uh, that time. Yeah. around the 2 3 p.m. because we're 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 slow at that time right so that's another thing where you know people can keep that in mind or after 8 p.m. cuz we yes. get a lot we get very slow after 8 p.m. and then okay. that just kind yeah. of can curb the anxiety a little bit more right before walking into the club Perfect. Great advice because, I mean, for somebody who's been doing it for, for about 10 years myself, uh, yeah, those times are, are you know, that mm-hmm. you mentioned are definitely the slow times. After three, though, it's like when all the young kids come in, they're, you know, game super over. game over. <laughs> they're hogging all the machines. They're talking to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, um, it definitely it creates is. creates a different atmosphere, though, right? It, it creates does. like the... Oh, a very energetic vibe in the club as well. It, it definitely is different for sure. And um, and it is intimidating, right? Like, you know, you're young, you're beautiful. You know, there's there's a lot of, you know, great people that are in great shape, you know, and, um, you know, they're and they're starting young. You know, that's something that I should have started, you know, younger myself. You know what I mean? But it was just, you know, just wasn't it wasn't part of my family. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. something that my family was accustomed to. And unlike most families, it probably wasn't something that they were accustomed to. But, you know, it was something that I always wanted to do. And I always wanted to kind of, you know, just stay, you know, 40 years old. I think I'm doing a pretty decent job, you know, but uh, <laughs> but it, I've it's got a, a couple on you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and it doesn't look like it either. Right. Which is great. And, and I think those are one of the benefits. And we're going to talk about that for sure um as well but you know really great points folks i think definitely if you're kind of on the fence you know definitely pay attention to that something that i wanted to add personally that when you talked about research so i just wanted to add to what you were saying about doing your research um youtube youtube is like awesome for so many so many people that are trainings posting training videos um i was told by somebody um, a, a friend of mine who's also a personal trainer that look for somebody who's kind of like your build and or somebody that's gone through a transition that started maybe with the same build and kind of start following them and and start from the beginning to see their journey as well and what they did and and that sort of thing. Um, Somebody also mentioned maybe an ethnic background as well. So if you can, you know, see somebody who's part of your, you know, ethnicity as well, uh, that that also can make a difference because, you know, different cultures, different diets, this, you know, that sort of thing. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I found that to be actually pretty helpful as well. And, um, and you know what, again, like you said, you know, when you're, when you're actually doing the research and you connect with, with somebody that you see on YouTube, see how you feel, see how you feel when they talk, see how you feel when they do explain, you know, exercises or, or their knowledge, that sort of thing. You know, it's, it's got to resonate with you, bottom line, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, okay. Now in this crazy time, all right. And I don't want to, I don't want to even go there today, but in this crazy time, there have been people who have been shunned from the gym. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm going to put it that way. Um, but for myself, I have been, that has been ripped away from me. Okay. And so I can't work out anymore at the gym. So what can you do? What can you offer people right now? Um, you know, as far as exercises or, you know, maybe setting something up in your own little personal space at home. Um, what kind of exercises can you offer people that perhaps are already in the gym that just, ah, you know, I needed to go to the gym because like you said, people needed to allot that time to, to get there mm-hmm. and, and do it. You know, now they need to drive that motivation and use it at home. So, you know, mm-hmm. what can you offer um, our listeners. Well, well, people who can't get to the gym at the moment or who are still a little bit, you know, antsy about going into the club, um, there are thousands, probably even hundreds of thousands of at-home workouts with minimal or no weight that you can do at home. Um, but regardless of what you're doing indoors or outdoors, it's about accountability, right? Because if you're not accountable to yourself, it doesn't matter if you're paying hundreds of dollars for a gym membership or for a personal trainer or for a nutrition coach, Um, And it's all being true to yourself. And um, over the years, I've come to realize that a lot of people just lie to themselves, right? There's excuse after excuse. And they're not standing up to their circumstances. They are using their circumstances as an excuse as to why they're not getting A, B, and C done. Um, So people just have to get real with themselves. And a lot of the times, it's they don't want to face their issues because they're the ones who cause them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to judge. We're here to help. And as long as yes. we know what your starting place is and where you want to go, then let the magic happen. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Right. Right? Um, right. This accountability comes up in almost every one of my interviews, like even in my mm-hmm. talks. Um, man, it was like like as soon as you said it, I was just like, ding, you know, like there's just. It is so important, the accountability, you know what I mean? When you can look yourself in the mirror um, and just say, hey, I'm the one who's not doing this. I need to start doing this. I need to make that effort. That's what I want to accomplish. Let's do this. You know what I mean? And I'm going to stress it again. You know, this kind of a little bit off topic, but not really. Um, You know, when it comes to affirmations, look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror. Don't you can't lie to yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because Take ownership. it's, I'm telling you, Take ownership. It, it's just a Write beautiful thing. Day. Today I am walking five kilometers total. You can walk 20 minutes in the morning. You can walk 20 minutes at your lunchtime. You can walk 20 minutes picking up your kids from school, for example. Um, and at the end of the day, okay, awesome. I did my 5k. And if you can be accountable to your 5k every day, um, after a few weeks, it's like, okay, let's add something else. Um, next let's go water, right? Cause I'm a crappy water drinker. Um, and I can never remember to drink water. So, okay. Every hour I'm going to have literally a glass of water. Like that's it. 250 milliliters. It's just like a couple of swigs and, and done. Right. Yeah. Um, and starting small and start with one thing at a time, because if you try to change everything, nothing's going to happen. Yes. Nothing's going to happen. Right. If that means going into the club by yourself and getting on that treadmill for a half hour and then walking out and not talking to a single soul in there, then you know what? You just accomplished your goal. And then you're going to be able to build your confidence. And then you're going to be able to prove to yourself that you can do it. Right. You don't have to prove to anyone else because they're not receiving the goals. They're not receiving the results. You are right. Yes. Start off small and then work your way up. And if you have 
Um, if you don't even know where to start, right, that's where the pros come in, right? So we can give you a little bit of guidance um, within your lifestyle, right? And yeah. not what we want for you, but what you want for you. Yes. Right? And that's really important. You know, and that's, and that's beautiful. And this kind of works to a, a perfect question. So you said that it's like, there's so many things you can do, right? What's something mm-hmm. that a person can kind of change today? You know what I mean? Something that they can just do one little change that they can do to kind of get them on that path in your experience. You know, what, what can you tell the listeners? Oh my goodness, Frank, we can start. Oh, there are so many different things. Yes. Um, the one thing is, this is going to sound so cheesy, so I apologize, is you're freaking worth it. Nice. Right? Like yes. you're worth it. Mm-hmm. You are worth getting your ass outside and walking for 20 minutes, right? You are worth the tears, sweat. Some people say blood. Hopefully no one's bleeding in the gym, um, but you are worth no. the effort, right? Because yes. if you don't think you're worth the effort, it doesn't matter what a certified coach is going to tell you, right? Exactly. It has to come from in you, right? You are worth the effort. That's now, beautiful. cheesiness aside, no. put on your damn running shoes and walk around the block. Like, that's what you can do right now is <laughs> walk around the block. And and again, that doesn't really involve that much physical effort. You know what I mean? No lifting weights. Um, it All it is, it's just you're, you're taking that time to burn those extra calories because, in my opinion, as we get older, you know, we don't play sports anymore. We don't play like we did when we were, you know, teenagers, um, you know, when we were younger, you know, running after children, for example, you know, we're not burning those extra calories. So in, in my opinion, I think we need to learn to keep maintaining that level of, of calorie burning, I guess you could say, right? Um, you know, I try. Also, like, also a mental health aspect to getting outside as well, right? Yes. Um, I think the experts say, what is it, 20 minutes in nature, you start to reduce anxiety a little wow. bit. So nice. maybe that's what you need to do, right? Go outside, Perfect. walk around the block, and then maybe have your water. Or yeah. then think about, you know, doing some research about um, going to a gym or have that conversation with your spouse or your kids or whatever the case is, right? Uh, so getting outside in nature is really important, not just physically, but, you know, me- mental health. So go out, walk around the block, and then come back, take a few deep breaths and, you know, start your day or continue on with your day or even right before before bedtime right and beautiful and it all ties in together you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to take care of your body we only have one body in this life um if we're not protecting it and we're not taking care of it well guess what it's like your vehicle you know if you're not doing the scheduled maintenance you're not changing the tires you're going to start breaking down folks uh i hate to be frank with you but that's the only person I could be, you know, you have to maintain your, your body. Um, you know, accidents happened, you know, an example for me was I tore my Achilles heel playing soccer, trying to be active a couple years ago. You know what I mean? What happens? I'm getting scrutiny from my family saying, why are you still playing? You know, you got a professional job. You shouldn't be doing that. You know what folks I need it because Serena just talked about it. Mental health. You know what I mean? I still want to play on a team. I still want to be a part of some sort of action. You know, that to me is part of my passion. So, you know, amazing, all great points. And you're you're fucking worth it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I hate to say it that way, but like, guys, you're worth it. You know what I mean? Your body is worth it. Think about also just kind of the role model you're going to be for everybody around you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, the, kind of, you're going to inspire people naturally without even having to say anything. You know what I mean? That's hey, the most incredible part. Say? 
what do the pilots say? You have to put the mask on yourself before taking care of other people, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to take after, you have to take care of yourself first before you start to, um, you know, take care take care of other people. And just yes. if you it, just finding something that you really enjoy doing, and if it's not walking outside. Oh, okay. That's fine. You can join a gym and they have multiple group fitness classes. So if that's something you're into and you really enjoy the social aspect of it, then you're in this class with a bunch of people. And usually there's coffee or tea or lunch or something after class, a few people who go out after class um, and just find something that you really enjoy. And all the community centers are starting to open up and stuff like that now. So I'm sure that you can just hop online and, and find something that, um, that makes you happy. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I wanted to go back to, uh, to you know, obviously there's a lot of exercises that can be done at home. Um, what about for people that want to kind of, uh, you know, just add a little bit more to their workouts as far as weights or adding, a, you know, a little bit more weight or, you know, is there any kind of um, props at home that people can use or makeshift items or anything that uh, people can use that, that can help them as well with that? Well, for a while, I was using um, softener salt bags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're heavy. Before I had any weights delivered to me because, well, you know, that it took forever to get any weights. So yes. I was using, um, you know, the, the bags for the softener salt, um, even just like tin cans or, or whatever, like for biceps or shoulders or, you know, a little muscle group like that. Yes. Um, a rope. You can escape from rope for, what, three bucks, maybe? Oh man, I have a video of me doing the, you know, some skipping. I absolutely love it. It is great cardio. Like it, it gets your heart rate up in a short period of time. I do it for five minutes and I'm exhausted. Yep. It was so. more fun as a kid, I have to admit. <laughs> now it feels like a little bit more work gets it. <laughs> I, 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 I have a lot of fun doing it because I like learning the tricks. So I do like little little tricks. Oh, you and get fancy. I get a little fancy with it. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I get a little jiggy with it. Sorry. Um, sorry, Will Smith. Uh, but but I enjoy that, right? Because like anything, you know, tasks, for example, that some people dread, uh, my advice is always to try to make it fun. So cooking, mm -hmm. try to make it fun. If you hate cooking, try to make it fun for you. Have the TV on or, or some music. Like, I mean, music is just, you know what they say, it soothes the savage, savage beast, right? So um, do what, what you need to do to make it enjoyable. You know, skipping at first is like, oh, okay, one, two, three, you know. But then once you start adding tricks and you do the little feet tricks and I'm telling you guys, YouTube, enough said, <laughs> enough said. You know, you brought up a great thing that you started adding more complexity to what you're doing. Um, you got a little bit fancy with, with the skipping rope, but it's just you competing against you, right? Going back 100%. to the insecurities yeah. about people wanting to join a gym and they think that everyone's looking at them. Um, hey, maybe they are. Maybe you have a kick-ass pair of shoes on. <laughs> Who knows, right? Um, but it's just about you competing with you and it's always going to be you against you. And if you don't have that accountability, then you're never going to better yourself, right? Mm. Yes. Um, and you don't you don't have to get fancy. You can do some push-ups. You can do some squats. You can do some walking lunges. You can buy a two dollar skipping rope. Heck, I'll buy you one and I'll mail it to you. Just give me your address. <laughs> the dollar store <laughs> is great for those kind of things too, by the way, folks. Plain old jumping jacks. 
like you said, it gets it gets the heart rate up, right? Yes. Um, yes. You can just do a Google search, body weight exercises, enter, and you'll get you'll get a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, throw on your favorite music because that actually vi- um, increases your vibration, right. uh, your positive vibration, mm-hmm. and um, let's go to town. Turn it up really loud. You know what? And to go back to what you said about people looking at you, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like we, yeah, people are looking at people. You know what I mean? That's just, it's just human instinct. You know what I mean? Like you, you subconsciously feel energy anyway. You know what I mean? So you're, you're going to see somebody you're going to, you know what I mean? Um, but don't take that personal. You know what I mean? Um, I found that a lot of people really want to be talked to, or, um, if you have a question, you know, and you, you say, Hey, I see you're doing this exercise. Can you show me, you know, how you're doing it, you know, and people are, are so kind, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's yeah. one thing that I they love. Know. They've been in that place before. Exactly. They've and, been in that place before. And I've been to a lot of gyms over the last 20 plus years, 25 years, and I've never had anyone say no. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if I go to the front desk and ask for something or if I ask a trainer or someone who looks like they know what they're doing, um, people <laughs> never say no. Yes, right? exactly. Can I, can I get a spot? I've never had anyone say no. Yeah, um, yeah. Because everyone's there for the same reason. They're there to better themselves. No one walks into a club, into a gym, and says, you know what? Today's the day. I want to come to the gym because I want to feel shitty. I yeah, want to no, feel exactly. totally terrible by the time I leave this place. No, right? People walk in because they like the way it makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they keep And that's why they keep coming. And that's why people keep doing what they're doing. And that's why you keep doing your fancy skipping tricks. Like you're, you're, you're going to have to teach me. You're going to have to teach yeah. me that. Uh, you know what? I, honestly, um, I would love to because it is it is just so fun. And I have a great time when I do it. And I do it as a, as a pre-warm-up um, just mm-hmm. to kind of loosen up before I do some stretching. So we're going to talk about that shortly. Um, but you know what? I, you know, obviously with my passion now with what I'm doing, you know, I, I want to help as much as I can. So I'm going to post that video for sure. I think I have it saved on one of my archives there for one of my stories, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll repost it just to kind of just, you know, with some, uh, you know, promoting on this episode for sure. I think it's a great and it, I remember I was talking with a friend when I first was learning um, how to do it. And I said, mark my words, I'm going to learn how to you know, skip like a boxer. And um, mm-hmm. and, you know, boxing is so um it kind of resonates with me because my uncle, my, sorry, my grandfather and his, and his brothers were boxers growing up. And so boxing has some, uh, there's something in, in my family, in my blood about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't explain it. You know what I mean? But, uh, it's, it's in my blood. So I felt like I needed to learn it. You know what I mean? I wanted to learn it too. So, um, and actually my grandfather's brother was part of the Latin Federation of Boxing. So, you know, got to be a part of um, a lot of great matches and meet a lot of great fighters. Uh, Muhammad Ali apparently was uh, friends with him. And uh, so things like that, it's really cool stories that you that you hear from from your family, you know what I mean? Um, and, 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 you know, things like that. So it was something really cool. Definitely will show you, I'll take you up on that. And uh, mm-hmm. And again, guys, YouTube, you know, if you wanna learn anything, YouTube has a lot of great information. A lot of people like such as ourselves that just want to give, you know, positive information out there and help others learn, you know, and it's free. It's free 99, my favorite price. You know what I'm saying? So take advantage of it, folks. There's a lot of resources out there um, that are free. And, you know, Serena's touching on it. There's a lot of advice and, 
information out there that you can get for free. So do your research. So, um, okay, so you mentioned Stretch Coach. Um, what makes stretching so important? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm a stretch therapist. Um, I got certified by a company out of Arizona called Stretch to Win. Um, nice. I'm a level three stretch therapist. Um, uh, out of how many levels? Pardon? Out of how many levels? Three. Oh, okay. There you go. So now it sounds even, ooh, level three. Nice. Or, or yeah, up here a little bit. Perfect. Um, but so there are only, there aren't very many of us in the world. It's not a, a popular thing. Um, and the main reason is because we're not registered by the government, right? So people can't claim us on their benefits. Um, oh, because but, the government doesn't say you guys are, are good and, oh, that's a okay. Sorry to highlight that, um, but you know. <laughs> I do offer that as part of like my personal training services, yeah. like the stretching as well. And some of my clients, that's all I do is I, is I stretch them. So I, you know, they come onto them onto my massage table and I stretch them. It's not like massage at all. Um, you're fully clothed and there's none of like this elbow digging or any of that. Um, yeah. it's just super, super gentle. And then we can teach you how to do a version of it, um, on yourself. Right. Yeah. Uh, stretching is really important. But you don't want to do it cold. Like, as you said, you do all your skipping and then you do your stretching. Uh, your muscles have to have a little bit more of that blood flow and have to be a little bit warmer in order for you to elongate them. Yes. Right. And that's kind of part of the research that I've done. Um, you know, I used to mm -hmm. always stretch before. Um, you know, I, I stretch a little bit. Um, definitely my Achilles. I, I, I try to stretch that before um, just because, you know, I just I heard it and doing some some. Um, what is that called? Uh, rehab with it. You know, just, I just don't want to, I, I just don't want to hurt it again because folks, I'm telling you, it is a really, it's nasty. It's, it's a bad injury. Um, I was depressed too when it first happened. Like it, it was tough. It was tough, uh, mentally to get through that. Um, again, you know, mental aspects, the mental health aspect of everything is, is very important. And, and you've touched on that for sure. Um, so when it comes to stretching, okay, so you know that um, obviously, okay, so it's good advice to tell people to stretch when you know once they're warmed up. Um, now, why why is that? Why why do we have to wait? Okay, so here's a perfect analogy. You know when you get out of bed and it kind of takes you a little bit of time to kind of get moving, mm -hmm. and then you know once your blood starts flowing, then it's like oh okay now I can I'm moving a little bit faster or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, that's exactly the same way that your body's going to feel if you try to get on the soccer field and start sprinting without having your body warmed up first. So it's not just to get physically warm, like temperature warm, it's to increase blood flow to the muscles that you're going to be demanding work from. Um, it also has a lot to do with getting, you know, mentally ready for what's coming, right? Preparing your body for what's coming. Um, you know, you mentioned your Achilles. You really have to listen to what your body is saying. So, you know, if you've had an injury in a shoulder or whatever, and it requires a little bit more TLC, then you have to give it what it needs for that day. Right, because it's not yeah. it's not going to feel the same every day. In the summer, your your warm up may be really quick because mm. it's warmer outside, right? And so your your core temperature is also a little bit higher, right? But in the winter or a dreary dear dreary day like today, it may take you a little bit more to get to get the blood flowing and to actually feel like okay, you know what? I'm ready. I feel a little bit loose, not as stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Perfect. Perfect. Great advice. I love it. Um, okay. I'm going to switch a little bit of gears here. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you have a potential new client. They, you know, you meet them and, you know, they're interested in getting a personal trainer. Um, you know, what does that talk sound like? Um, how do you encourage them to sign up? Because um, in my opinion, I think when it comes to, you know, training or building yourself, it's always good to have a coach. You know what I mean? Like, look at look at athletes, mm-hmm. star athletes, right? Like, they still have coaches, like golfers, for example. I'm, I'm learning how to golf using YouTube, by, by the way. Um, I haven't actually mm-hmm. got a coach yet. Well, I'm, that's a lie, too, because I have, you know, one of my best friends, my brother, I, I should call him, you know what I mean, who who is a certified uh, Canadian PGA uh, golf instructor. Um, so he's also been teaching me and helping me along the way. And, and folks, it's improving for sure. Um, but it is important to have a coach. So, you know, I, you know, talk to the listeners, tell them, you know, in your in your personal um, opinion, you know, why it's 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 important to actually have a good coach behind your, you know, in your corner, I guess you can say. So there's a big difference between wants and needs. Okay, perfect. Right. So uh, someone comes to me and they say, I want to get stronger. I want more muscle and I want better cardiovascular health. It's like, okay, that's what you want. But my job is to determine where your starting point is and determine what you need in order for you to get what you want. Okay. Love Does that, that make sense? So yeah, of course. let's say if someone does have a previous shoulder injury, okay, you know what? We need to look at that first and assess what that shoulder can actually do because okay. you may not be ready for the strength aspect of training because that shoulder is not ready yet. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Um, so you, you, you guys tell us what you want, but we have to determine what you need in order for you to get there. Another thing is a lot of people, they're not very clear about what goals, right? And about what they want to accomplish. So yeah. we have a few tricks our first, our sleeves and we ask the right questions so that you can actually get really in tune with what you want to accomplish. Or it's just like, you know, trying to, you know, trying, trying to find your destination in the middle of the dark. Like we, we just have no direction, right? We yeah. don't know where we're going. Yes. Um, if sometimes it's my doctor says I have to come and exercise. Okay. Well, why? Cause my blood pressure is high. Ooh. Okay. And because I have high cholesterol. Ooh. Okay. So then we direct the training towards a different way. It's not just about the strength or the losing weight or the getting more muscle. Right. Yeah. So people have to get very clear about what they want. And, um, then we tell them what they need in order for them to, um, be successful. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you have, you have to find a coach who's actually going to listen to you mm-hmm. <laughs> and about what you want and not necessarily just what the, what I as a coach want for the client. Yeah. All right. Cause it has nothing to do with the coach at all. Right. It has everything to do with the client. And if, um, if the coach is not listening to what you want, then you pack up your bags and you get the heck out of there and you find someone who's going to listen to you. Right. And that's the that's one of the that's one of the complaints that I hear um, frequently is, OK, my coach is not listening to what I want. Um, so that's that's really, really important. So you got to get clear about what you want and you got to you have to feel like um, you're connected with this person and you feel a good vibe with this person, because uh, if you don't if you can't handle their sarcasm or if you don't like their 
stupid jokes, then you're going to dread seeing them a couple days a week, right? It's true. Um, it's true, yes. And we're, we're pretty open people. If you guys don't tell us what we want, we can't give you what you need, yeah. right? And if that means training with another coach, then that's cool. Like, there's no hard feelings. I'll still say hi to you when I see you in the gym. But if you connect more so with someone else, that means you're going to put forth put forth more effort. You're going to be committed to your schedule. You're going to be committed to your results. And you're going to follow through with the accountability. Love it. Great advice. And I can relate that to uh, when I was a, a flight instructor as well. Um, because you're also training mm-hmm. st- strangers, right? So when you, when you first meet people, you don't really know you know, who they are, how they operate, that sort of thing. So the connection between trainer, coach, instructor, and student is so important because like you said, if it's not, if, if, if that person isn't meeting your, um, you know, your expectations, so to speak, um, or you're not learning um, properly, or you're just not feeling comfortable, um, like you said, you need to find somebody that's going to help you achieve the goal that you want to achieve and it, it, folks, it all ties together. It's taking accountability of knowing what you want, knowing how you want to get there. Um, and you touched on it too, a plan. Plans are so important. Navigating in the dark, you know, with no plan, you won't be able to, to find your way. Um, and, and that's something that I can't stress enough. Anytime I've made big changes in my life, it's always been, okay, I want to achieve this goal. How am I going to get there? And you slowly work on a plan and there's, you know, certain milestones or whatever checkpoints, I guess you can call it mm-hmm. in order to, to know that you're kind of working towards that goal. So, um, I, I, you know, as a flight instructor too, I had somebody, you know, leave me, you know, and go to another student. And I felt, I felt kind of crappy because I was a new instructor and I was really highly motivated and I was really excited. And, and the students that I did have, like, it was just great, you know, in my opinion, but um, but again, I, I, I was, I didn't really realize that it should, I shouldn't have taken it personal. You know what I mean? That person perhaps just wasn't vibing with me or wasn't getting what they wanted. And you know what? At the end of the day, I wish that person well. And, you know, I hope you achieve your goal because, you know, at the end of the day, we want to support each other. Like, I, I mean, in my opinion, I want to support other, other people as well. So, yeah. And if that means, if me supporting a client means, finding another coach that will help them better or differently then I've done my job. Yeah. Right. And you, you said, you mentioned the plan. Um, new clients don't have a plan because they don't know. Yeah. They just have a goal and we'll work out the plan. Good. And see, that's great. Right? And for a lot of people, that's the hard part because they're like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Well, I'm just going to go on the treadmill because that's safe. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a crappy plan. If your goal is not get better at walking on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And, right? and see, I think that's another benefit. So we'll take care of the plan, but you have to you have to show up and communicate to us what what exactly is it you're looking for. Yeah, and again, a benefit to inquiring about your services or you know any other personal trainer. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's fantastic. You know, getting that plan, working out your goals. Uh, if you do have injuries, you know, how are you going to work around those injuries? Because yes, you will be uh, you know immobilized. You know, perhaps for. Uh, a temporary time just until you can build some strength and you know and that's where you guys come in you can help kind of or again it just depends on how severe the injury is but 
you know, it's 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 great. I think it's very important. I've I've been very fortunate enough to have friends too. When I first started, somebody I played soccer with who became a personal trainer, and he happened to be working at the first gym I joined up. So he was very kind to kind of sit, you know, take time out of his schedule. If he saw me come out, and he'd be like, "Hey, man, you're doing this wrong." And so I was very fortunate too. Um, and you know, kind of getting you started with a diet. So this kind of leads to my next question. Um, how important is diet, you know, when it comes to wanting to, to make a significant change in your life, especially with your health? It, it, it's huge. It is. Um, I, I want to say that it's 80% diet, 20% everything else. Yeah. And I've heard, I've right. heard figures um, like where it's like people, 60. People may think that it's more or less or yeah. whatever the case is, um, because you can, you know, you can drop your cholesterol by adjusting your diet according to what your doctor is telling you and walk around the block. And that costs you nothing, maybe a pair of running shoes if you don't have a pair. Right. Um, but diet is everything. And that's where I find the majority of people fall off the wagon when it comes to accountability. Beautiful. Because if they have a set appointment with a coach or with a trainer, um, they're going to show up and they're going to do the work and they're probably going to do it really well. Um, they're going to kick their own ass. But then, you know, what happens when I'm not with them? There's 168 hours in a week. If I see you for four, that's, you know, 164 hours that everything can go downhill. Accountability. Right? So it's about accountability to yourself. And that's why I keep coming back to that because I can't, I can guide you a little bit as to, you know, what to eat or what not to eat, uh, depending on what your goals are. And of course, what your doctor says you should be doing. Um, but if you're not following through, there, there's only so much I can say. Yeah, beautiful. Um, now, again, I kind of might be putting you on the spot with this question, but um, is there something mm -hmm. that could, you know, if somebody wanted to start today, say, okay, I'm done, what can they cut out of their diet? Is there one thing that really is kind of a, a, a diet killer or just not good for your health? Is there something that you could probably narrow down and say, guys, if you're going to do something, this is it? Well, see, I don't want, I never tell someone not to have something because it's about it being a lifestyle. And if you think about it as being a diet or a fad, then you're going to hit your goal and then you're going to go revert right back to what you were doing before, right? So I like the 80-20 rule. So 80%, you're doing exactly what you should be. 20%, eh, Halloween chocolate or three or four, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I don't drink. I, I'm not a drinker. I don't drink alcohol. Um, so for some people, that's massive. They'll have a bottle of wine every night for dinner. Okay, well, you know what? Let's say let's have, you know, two glasses instead of three, yeah. right? So that you're still having something that you really enjoy, mm -hmm. but, you know, we're kind of keeping it in check a little bit. So that's what that's how I like to work yeah. with, with my clients and not necessarily cut something out. Um, because that's not that's not feasible long term. And if it's about a lifestyle, then I'm setting you up for disaster and for failure. Yeah. And you know what? I love right? that answer because, you know, specifically, I, I ask those questions in a way to kind of. Yeah. And that's kind of the answer that I really I really enjoy, because you're right. It's not about cutting things or, you know, because you hear that like people are like, oh, I need to stop eating, uh, you know, bread in my diet or whatever. Sorry, that's kind of my little <laughs> a poor little pressure. But anyway, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you're right. I think it is a lifestyle. Um, I, I love my routine that I do. Like I try to eat a lot of berries. I make a lot of smoothies. 
Um, it's, it's very important. I eat a lot of vegetables. Uh, I've incorporated that in my life now, you know what I mean? Because, and I've made it fun. You know what I mean? I've made it fun because it's not something that people associate like, oh, veggies, delicious. No, but, you know, maybe make a, a healthy sauce that can go with it. You know, add some salt and pepper. I mean, just those two spices alone can really change the flavor, right? And it's not, and it's not much, you know what I mean? Um, so, so, so it's wonderful. One thing I'm going to add about the food is um, checking in to see how you feel with what you're eating and be kind of intuitive about yes. it, right? Great and point. it's like, oh, you know what? Having, I'll just stick with bread because you mentioned bread. Having bread uh, with every single one of my meals makes me feel really bloated and really uncomfortable. Okay, well, you know what? Let's pull back on that for a couple of days. And if you feel better, then that's probably what's causing the bloating and you know, you being uncomfortable. Yeah, great point. Right? Or, oh, I get really itchy whenever I eat a certain meal. Okay, well, let's look at the components. Okay, let's say if it's a beef stew, for example, and there's carrots and celery in it. Um, a lot of people have a sensitivity to celery, believe it or not. Wow. So, yeah. okay, well, you know what? Let's cut one thing out and let's see how you feel. Um, so it's about getting, again, you know, the accountability, getting real yeah. with yourself. Um, I, I don't feel good when I eat oatmeal. Okay, well, let's cut it out. Let's put something else in there, right? So be very in tune with how you're fueling your body and how you're feeling with what you're giving. That you. is a fantastic point. Awesome for bringing that up. Um, 100%. And I know a lot of people now are being more aware, for example, gluten-free diets. Uh, well, I mean, not diets, but like lifestyles, um, you know, because they've realized that they do have, you know, either, you know, a, a, an allergy to it or a sensitivity to it, right? And how is it making you feel? That's fantastic point, Serena. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure the listeners will benefit from that too. And again, like when you do fuel your body with food, you know, it, it, it will impact your, your thinking. It will impact, you know, your moods, that sort of thing, right? So, you know, you mentioned alcohol, right? Yeah, it'll weigh you down. You'll, you'll slow down. You'll need that. You know, when people say hitting the 3 p.m. brick wall, it's like, I never hit a brick wall unless it's like 9.30 at night and it's bedtime because I get up at crazy o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, how are you feeling after you eat certain things? Mm -hmm. um, and if it's something that you really, really enjoy, Okay, 80-20 rule. Yeah, I love that. Right? Because uh, for me, it's not worth feeling crappy because I enjoy eating something. Like, for me, that's not worth it. But for some people, hey, you know what? To each their own. Yes. Uh, as long as they're following the 80-20 and keeping their nutrition in check, yeah. right? And I think that's important to to, um, to say, too, that, you know, it, it's good to enjoy life. Like, you do need to have a slice of chocolate cake or you know whatever ice cream whatever it is from time to time enjoy it if you're taking your kids out for example if you have children and you know or nieces and nephews whatever it is but you know take them out for that mm -hmm. ice cream enjoy it you know there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it at all with the indulgence too i find that the quality makes a big difference if you're gonna have um a really good quality chocolate cupcake for example from um an artisan bakery or, you know, there are a couple places downtown Cambridge that have them. Um, that's going to make you feel so much more satisfied than having, you know, a chocolate muffin from any chain. Yes. Right. Because, you know, it's good quality ingredients. It's a rich chocolate flavor, for example. And you, you get that um, 
satisfaction. Yes. And, right? and it, yeah, you know, with, with those smaller kind of, um, like you mentioned, you know, artesian shops, um, they make it usually in-house, you know, and, and for example, yeah. the chains, they're so big now, they make it in a factory, you know what I mean? And all the ingredients get poured and it's, you know, and it's just factory, you know, whipped out, you know what I mean? And who knows, they're making it perhaps cheaper too, adding some ingredients that are probably not the best uh, for you as well, adding oils that are, you know, the, the, the uh, GMO oils, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Right. So yeah, that's another great point. I, I didn't really think of. If you're going to indulge, just make sure it's on something really yeah. good instead of, uh, you know, what I call the dirty donut. Dirty donut. <laughs> I've never <laughs> met a dirty donut that- in my life. They've all tasted delicious. <laughs> I'm kidding. And ha- instead and have something that's really rich. Yeah. All right, because that's going to satisfy. Um, one thing too, Frank, is a lot of people don't, they're not aware of the difference between being full and no longer hungry. Okay. All right. Interesting. Elaborate, right? please. So, you know, when you're, when you're eating something, be it the dirty donut <laughs> or, you know, the awesome chocolate yeah. cake, um, am I still hungry? And if the answer is, mm, yeah, okay, keep going. Instead of, okay, I'm full. I need to stop. Even the word full, like you can, people can just envision and, and visualize, you know, having to unbutton your the top button of your jeans, like Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. And you feel just like, you know, as, as big as a house. Um, that's very different than, you know what? I'm no longer hungry because being full, um, you, you think big, you think, oh my goodness, I can't take another bite. Okay. Right. Um, so I use that with my clients a lot and even with my niece and my nephews, so I don't ask them if they're full because that already places a different idea of food in, in their mind. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm still hungry. Okay. Go grab some more. Are you hungry? No. Mm, okay. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. The psychology, adding some psychology aspect to, to that as well. Um, now that, mm-hmm. now that you've mentioned that, so how important is it to kind of, if you are talking to your client um, and, and for example, they tell you, you know, I, I just eat all the time. Like I'm eating in the middle of the night, I'm eating here, there, everywhere, you know, um, is that something that you kind of tap into? Like maybe changing that psychology of how they're eating or, or, or that sort of thing? I mean, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, providing, providing there's no, there has been no trauma and they don't associate food with something that's happened in the past. Okay. So for example, um, I have a client uh, who had, you know, some trauma when, when she was little and she never dealt with it. It just comes back to, it, it's always at the forefront of her mind, that trauma. And so she was eating to feel um, safe and to feel comforted, right? When people talk about the comfort food. Um, so with her, it's completely different, but for people who are saying, oh my goodness, I can just, I can't control my eating. I, I feel like I'm hungry all the time or I work shift work. That's a big one. And I'm eating at, you know, four o'clock in the morning, these big meals. Um, I ask them a lot of the time, okay, what is it that you're eating? Because it could just be stuff that's not making you feel satiated. Yeah. Right. So protein, fat, and, um, healthy carbs make you feel fuller longer okay right so if you're having you know a bag of chips and pop at you know your first break at work obviously that's not going to make you feel as full as half a turkey sandwich or something like that right because there's no protein in there there's no good carbs there's nothing in there that's going to fuel you until your next meal Mm. 
what's a, what's a good snack? Like what, you know, what, what can you um, suggest would be a nice snack for, you know, snackers in the middle of the night or like, you know, right before bed, you know, want a little, little snack, you know, what's something, you know, that would, that you would probably do even yourself, maybe something that you do. Um, well, I'm a big yogurt and berries fan. Love it. So yeah. it's, it's light and you still get, you know, a little bit of protein from the yogurt or the cottage cheese and berries. I put raspberries pretty much on, on everything. Um, so that's nice and light so that you don't go to bed on an empty stomach, but you didn't have half a pizza either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's part of my warning morning, uh, ritual. Like I love having like a parfait, um, you know, I put all the, the berries in there, um, you know, blackberries, you know, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, and then it's just mm, so good. You know, um, a little bit of graham in there too. Like it's just, just a nice little, it's, it's one of my morning routines. Um, and I think one of the key things that I wanted to highlight with, with everything that you've been saying was that, um, I think consistency and commitment are very key. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I want to talk about, you know, like the three C's for me, you know, commitment, consistency, and courage. Because for me, I think it takes a bit of courage because you're going to go, you know, you're going to hit those peaks and valleys, um, you know, throughout your journey, um, regardless of your of your goals. Uh, so that's where the courage comes in, is looking again in yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, I've fallen off the horse a little bit, right? Let's, let's get back up help. there. And wow. courage to ask for help, like, we have a lot of people exactly. coming to the club and they've never been into a club before. They've never worked out before. They have no idea what they're expecting. So of course there's a little bit of anxiety that happens with that. Um, but they've had the courage to reach out and say, yo, listen, this, I know nothing about this industry. I know I need some help. Please help me. Yeah. Right. Well, Just like perfect. doing your That's own taxes. Great. You know, if you, yeah. <laughs> you don't do your own taxes if you don't want to get into trouble. Right. Or, <laughs> fixing your own vehicle. Like I'm not, I'm not a pro. I just get someone else who I trust who knows what they're doing to, yeah, to yeah. do that for me. Right. See, so that's something that I, help. that I do as well too. Yes. No, but definitely you're right. A hundred percent asking for help. Um, such, you know, yes, for sure. For help, a lot of people think it's about, um, submitting to defeat, right? I can't yeah. do this on my own. And they feel like they're failing. Or, you know, mm. they have to be real with themselves. And yeah, I am the cause of my own circumstance. Um, and they have to almost man up to themselves and <laughs> and ask for help. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of wanted to, um, you know, just kind of see if, go back to a little bit to, to mental health, you know, and, and, and add to what you're saying. Um, because it's it's so important. You're right. Asking for help. Um, what about when it comes to people's, for example, you know how, you know, we're, we look at people, right? And when they see you and they see like, wow, like th- this trainer looks in good shape. You know what I mean? Is that something that you feel people are attracted to as well when it comes to, you know, perhaps working with you or, you know what I mean? Something like that. Like, I could see how there would be a stereotype around that as well. It's like, whoa, my goodness, that person looks like A or B or C, and I want to look like yeah. them, so I want to train with them. 
Um, but everyone, everyone comes from a different path. Everyone has a different story, right? Uh, well, you pretty much know my entire family. Everyone is short and like petite, like we're a little compact, right? But yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean I can't get you big or crazy strong either. So it also works against me um, sometimes. Or, oh my goodness, like, what do you know about basketball? You're five foot one. You can't train me to be a better basketball player. Well, yeah, I can. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of the stereotypical, I want to look like that person, so I'm going to train with them. Mm. Do your research. What are they certified in? What do they enjoy doing? You know, what kind of a client do they have or do they prefer training? Uh, do they prefer yeah. just the older population or people with injuries or the middle, you know, the middle age or the hockey moms? Uh, and do your research when it comes to that, because if the trainer really enjoys training the athletes, for example, chances are they're probably going to be really good at training athletes. Hmm. Or if they train yeah, children, that. chances are they're probably going to be really good at that one niche. So yeah. um, a lot of clubs have like a bio board where you can go and, you know, look at all the certifications that the trainer has. And usually there's like a little blurb about what they enjoy doing. Um, or just ask the front desk at any club, any chain, be like, Hey, okay, what do you think about this trainer or that trainer trains who athletes, older people, younger people, and um, they'll be upfront with you. Yeah, that's awesome points. And, and that's it. Again, it's, it's taking the accountability, the ownership to, you know, figure out what you want, you know what I mean? And, and figure out who to pair yourself with in order to help achieve those goals. So all fantastic tips. Um, what about the benefits of, you know, once you get into the routine, once you're starting to see some results, like give us kind of like a, a timeline perhaps of like what it'll feel like maybe a month in, two months in, um, you know, the benefits too. Oh my goodness, what there, what, there are so many benefits. I don't even know where yes. to start. Because like yes. I said, everyone has a different story, right? Everyone comes mm -hmm. with a with different background. Um, it could be it just being accountable and holding a schedule, holding a set schedule. Yep, I went three days a week every single month for the first three months. Um, and awesome, because then that just shows the person that, yeah, they can commit to something right? That, that they can commit to themselves. It could yes. be, um, you know, the scale is the scale number is smaller or bigger, right? Depending on what you want to accomplish. Um, it, it could be you're in a smaller pants size, or you need a bigger t-shirt because your biceps are a little bit bigger or whatever the case is. But because everyone comes with such a different background, I can't say you're going to feel this by day one, you're going to feel this by day 30. Right? I just know that okay. you're going to feel better. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, okay. I'm, this is more personal. Uh, this question is going to be more personal towards you. You know, I know, I know you're a very motivated person and you're a driven person. Uh, that's because I know you personally, mm -hmm. but I want you to tell my, my listeners, you know, because you're not, let's, let's be frank here, right? You're not always that you know what I mean? You're not a machine, right? So those days that it's tough, you know, you've had a long day, you're exhausted. Um, for example, you didn't get your workout in that day, but you still want to get a workout in, you know, what gets you personally? And I think this is, you know, just the idea of this question is just to kind of help people that, that do battle with them, with themselves, 
You know what I mean? Maybe a tip that you use in order to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, combat your yourself. Well, so just because we're the coaches doesn't mean we don't feel and go through the ups and downs that everyone else does. We're human too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not feeling it because it's your low energy, okay, think about why you started. Why did I get started in the first place? Are you low energy because you ate really crappy that day? Right? Are you low yep. energy because uh, you know your friends are all going out to the bar for wings and you think you have to get that workout in, right? It should always be fun. It should always be motivating and it should never be a, I have to, it should be a, I want to. Cause if you're hitting that, I have to, then there's a little bit of maybe an obsession with it. And that's not healthy either. Right. So for oh. example, yesterday, yesterday point. was supposed to be um, upper body workout day for me. Um, but I didn't get it in. Maybe that too many clients and it just, it just didn't work out. So, you know, today's another day and I did it today. It's no big deal. Perfect. You're not going to lose yeah. all of your results if you missed one workout. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or even two or three. You know what I mean? The key is once in a while, giving your body on. a rest too. You need to get back on and you need to listen yeah. to your body. If you have mm-hmm. low energy because you, um, you had, uh, you just got some bad news. Right. Or, or, you know, someone, you know, someone who's really ill, whatever the case is, um, it's like, okay, hang out with it, process those feelings the next day. Let's get back to it. Right. And I have, I have a personal rule that I never go two consecutive days without doing something physical. It's not necessarily working out in a gym, even like you said, picking up the skipping rope or taking a walk outside. So remember why you started kind of analyze a little bit why you're not so motivated today and what can we do to change that? Mm. And if it's not happening, don't dread on it. There's always, there's always tomorrow. Okay. Love it. Love it. I mean, just, man, this is giving me goosebumps because Mm. it's just now I just thought of another question too, because this is, you know, it's already difficult to kind of stay going at times. Right. Um, But what about, in, in your experience with people who've, you know, obviously you've been wor- working with, for example, in a couple situation, one couple decides to want to make this change in their life. But then the other couple, the other side of the couple, I guess you can say, um, hasn't really taken that initiative as well. And there could be a disconnect. And I know from experience, yeah. I've seen that and, and that sort of thing, you know what I mean? Um, how can you you know, just from your experience, what, so what came, I, I've what, seen that quite a bit. I've trained couples together, like yeah. at the same time, and then I've trained them separate. So I have an hour with one partner and then an hour with another partner, so to speak. And if one person is not on board, they'll see the results. They'll see how much happier you are. They'll see how much more um, in tune you are just with everything. You want to hang out with people more. You, uh, the scale says a different number, you're feeling better, you have a different aura about you. And um, your partner will want to kind of get on that on that bandwagon as well. Because, well, heck, now they're being left behind, right? Because they don't have as many good days as you do, for example, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So the results speaks for themselves, because they're not just physical results. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't don't um, put enough attention towards is 
It's a lot of mental results. It's a lot of emotional results. And um, heck, you're probably going to have better sex with your partner. <laughs> right? Think about it because you feel better. Oh, you feel more confident. Jeez. That, I don't, I don't right? like that. I don't yeah, like yeah. that at all. It's no, terrible, yeah, no. Terrible having a connection <laughs> with someone else, isn't it? But no one talks about that. Yeah, right? no one talks no, about it. But you know, when you talk about partners, like you know, a physical relationship is there. You know, hopefully for the most part, for most people, and it should you, be. It right, should be. And they'll they'll see that just in general, you're approaching life from a different from a different perspective, right? Because you're yeah. feeling better. You have a healthier mindset and it's a lifestyle. It's not restricting. It's not don't eat this. I have to eat that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, again, leading by example, I talked about that in in one of my earlier um, episodes where, um, you know, to to really inspire change, you need to be the leader. And if you're going to do that with your family, you know what I mean? Or in your family, you're going to inspire change, hopefully. and the change can be anything. And you know what, folks, I'm going to be real with you guys. It could it could mean maybe, you know, you might divorce or you might separate. But at the end of the day, you're putting yourself on a path that's going to take you to perhaps a better life that you wouldn't have even imagined. You know what I'm saying? So that these little changes really lead to big changes and small steps, right? You know, you've heard those proverbs where start with the one step. You know, the journey starts with your first step, you know what I mean? And so that's it. I mean, you brought sex up like, like, hello, like who doesn't want to have sex, especially with somebody you're in love with, your partner, you know what I mean? And, And get to share that more with with that person, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a powerful thing to be able to share that with your partner. Um, You know, I can't express how much how important that would be for me. I'm single still, um, but in my future relationship, uh, you know, that will be a very important thing as well that I get to share just with that person. You know what I mean? So um, I, I, I definitely love the pot, the, you know, love the points that you made and love the fact that there's so many good things that come out of, you know, just taking care of yourself and taking care of your body. And as I said, it's about mind, body and soul folks. You know, you want to you want to take care of yourself. Serena mentioned it too. You can't help others until you help yourself. So, and it's not about perfection. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. about perfection. It's competing with yourself um, for yourself. If you're if you're losing yes. weight, for example, for someone else, it's never going to be. It's never one. It's not authentic, and you're never going to succeed. That's right. Right. Yes. You don't have to be. Exactly. You don't have to be great to start. You just need to start to get somewhere. And this yes. is where the coaches come in is we, we talk about your starting point and we get very clear about what that is so that we can mm. then show you how to get to where you want to go. And the small steps you mentioned, a small step every single day. And that's it. You don't have to take a I giant totally leap agree. for mankind or, or anything like that. No, right? no. Neil Armstrong already did that for us. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're past that. <laughs> that was a couple years back. Um, you just have to you have to be true to yourself. You just to, And I can't say that enough about people just have to stop lying to themselves and get really raw with who they are and with what they want. And if that means dropping 80 pounds, okay, you know what? That's what we're going to do. But we're going to do it together. There's always going to be a support system. Um, and mm. you don't have to have the accountability alone. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I want to add to that too, which I think is fantastic. 
Um, you know, I feel like there's a stereotype about being selfish. Well, and in this yeah. case, you know what I mean? Like in this case, I feel like, you know, what you're talking about is you have to be selfish. And, and if you're not going to be selfish about yourself and taking that initiative to, to achieve that goal, um, I just want to point out that, you know what, sure, there are some things that we can be selfish about that will affect other people. But in this case, this is a good form of selfishness. You're taking the initiative to change your life, to change your health. And, you know, you, you talked about the aura, you know, your energy, once it starts to, to kind of go around other people, it really makes a big difference. So um, I don't know, do you, is there something that you want yeah, to add? It's not, I wouldn't say selfish because selfish means that you don't really don't give a shit about what other people are thinking or how you're affecting them. I, I want to use the phrase more um, self-aware. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be more self-aware of what you want for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Because once you start to get in tune with that, and as you said, the aura, um, other people are going to feel that vibe. Like, haven't you ever been around people who are like, okay, I just don't get a good vibe from them. I don't know why. I just don't want to hang out with them. Um, that's not going to be the case when you start putting yourself first, right? Because people can yeah. feel that happiness and they can feel the positive vibes that, that you're putting out there. And it starts with you, right? It starts with you for you. 100%. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring up that point. You know, um, you have to take this. You have to grab the bull by the horns and run with it, you know what I mean? And uh, One of my favorite quotes is by Maya Angelou, um, and I think it's like this, I'm not sure, it's not verbatim, um, stand uh, stand up straight and tower over your circumstance. Perfect. Yeah, right? I love like, it, even it's that powerful. image of standing up straight, it's like, you know, your shoulders go back and down, your chest is proud, and you're like, yeah, I'm here, and I'm here for a good ass kicking, right? And it's like about yeah. just you taking ownership. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to add to that something personal. Um, so one of my coworkers at work, um, right now I'm operating a machine that makes crackers. Uh, and you know, it's just one person on this machine per machine. Right. Uh, and so whenever there's a, a good coworker of mine, when he walks by and he sees me standing, what I do now I'm working on my posture. So I'll stand against the wall and I try to stand straight my head back on the wall and I just, I'm focusing on my posture because, you know, that's part of the vibe that I'm giving. Like I'm standing strong, proud. I'm trying to stand uh, confidently, you know what I mean? Because I'm working, I'm continually working on myself and I'm finding ways to work on my posture because I feel like I'm starting to get that little hunchback from Notre Dame, you know? <laughs> um, so I want to make sure that I work on my posture and I know that it's working on my confidence and so when he walks by, he laughs because he's like, oh, Frank's in deep thought. He's working on something, you know, like, and that's just, that's the vibe I'm putting out, right? People are noticing that. So, and it's you know, I, I, well, I hope so. It's I mean, contagious. I mean, I'm not saying it has to, right? But if I would love, walk, if yeah. If you walk into a room with a bunch of people who are um, just kind of like slouching or they have like a negative energy or everyone's on their phone, no one's communicating, you're like, oh shit, okay, well, that's that's what I have to do, right? But if you walk into a room and people are like high-fiving and hey, how's it going and chatting up a storm and, you know, telling jokes, then it's like, oh, okay, this is what I have to do. Like you have that, a different sense about you, 
because you pick you yes. pick that up right and people it's so funny uh, I find it with water whenever I, I'm in a consultation with someone and, and you know they want to talk to someone about training um, I'll drink my water and then they will it's like that mirror image that coffee can it's like okay you just told me that you don't drink a lot of water so the more I take a sip of my water the more they will it's hilarious. It's so funny, it's but it's crazy. contagious and people, crazy. people mimic you without them even noticing. Noticing. Yeah, right? yeah. So that guy who passes by you, I bet you, he walks by you a little bit taller. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not as tall as me, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you know what? I think it's, I think it's fantastic that he did notice that and he pointed it out to me. Right. And I told him, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm doing. I am thinking I'm in deep thought. Uh, I'm a deep thinker anyway, and I find that's either a good thing or a bad thing, depending on the thought that I'm thinking about. Um, but again, <clears throat> excuse me, I am continuously, you know, working on myself. I'm analyzing myself. Um, again, when I talk about situational awareness, I take that term and I use it for myself because being aware of how I'm affecting people around me, um, you know, my stories that I'm telling um, you know, events that are happening to me, how am I explaining to it? Like, uh, how's your day going? Oh, it's shit today. Like, you know, definitely try to be more aware of not using those terms or not explaining my, my day that way, you know, just, but yeah, it's been a rough day, but Hey man, you know, I'm just keeping a cool head, just rolling with the punches today because you know what I mean? At the end of the day, there's not much I can, that's things that those are things that I can't control. So why am I going to let it bother me? You know yeah, what I mean? So, you know what? There's the big difference. Uh, there's a big difference between reacting and responding. And yes. I find like that the more so negative people, um, they, they react. And then you yes, know, people who are a little bit more in tune, they respond. 100%. Love it. I used to be a, a, a huge reactor, oh, um, a nuclear reactor, I could say. <laughs> you did not want to set that off. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, I, that's been something that I've been learning uh, definitely to control. Um, you know, I'm not perfect yet either, folks. Like, I still have um, some some people around me that that put me, um, you know, in that state. And I'm and, and, and I'm giving them control. You know what I mean? So. I need to yeah. learn to take that control back from from them, and um, you know it's it's a process, and I, and that's okay. I'm admitting it. You know what I mean. I am not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect, um, but the version that I see myself, you know, in the future is somebody that continuously is going to be aware and and trying to be a better person, better than I was yesterday. So this is the goal, and this is why we're talking today. And, yeah, uh, that means a lot know, of different things for a lot of different people. Being better than exactly. they can be, you know, getting your health in order, getting your fitness in order, going going and getting um, a health and fitness coach. It could be um, diving down into your nutrition and addressing your nutrition a little yes. bit. It could be um, getting a, a mentor to get you in a positive headspace. Um, it uh, it could be uh, talking to a psychologist about past trauma. Um, there's just a multitude of things, right? So and much. what we're talking about today and what I do, um, I don't want to call it work because it's too much fun to be called that, um, is just one nice. little aspect that can affect exactly. all these other things.
right? Because right. one thing piggybacks off of the other. And when one thing gets really good, then that energy is just going to flow into relationships. It could be the relationship with your partner, with your, uh, with your neighbor, with the people at work. Um, and you yes. know, when people tell me that, well, morale comes from the top. Well, no, it can start with you. Yeah. Right. That vibe can start with yeah. you. And then that's just Good. going to spider web out and affect everyone else who's in contact with you um, in a positive way. And like you said, there's no perfection, right? Like you're working on you and I'm working on me. And as long as we work on ourselves just a little bit each day, um, we know that we're always going to be able to step up. Right. Yes. And Beautiful. compete with your, yourself and tower over our circumstances because we're becoming yes. much more aware of who we are as people um, in general with respect to health, fitness, nutrition, uh, mindset, and the list can go on and on, right? Love it. Love it. And it, exactly. And it's just one part. And exactly how you explained it, you know, you work on that part it overflows into the next part. And again, that's part of this. This is part of the journey, folks. Once you start, you know, your your self-development journey, it takes you anywhere. And if you have that plan already set in motion, you know, I can't stress enough. Your journey is going to be uniquely catered to the plan that you derived, that you created. You know what I'm saying? And so it's going to be different from mine. Way. You don't have to know mm -hmm. the how. Exactly. You just have to have the exactly. desire and you have to have the willingness and be open to limitless opportunities. Right. You don't have yes. to know the how. The how will mm -hmm. come, as you said, as things start to unfold. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I got to say, this has been honestly a really good interview, a really good talk. Um, I was a, I was excited, nervous. I know I shared that with you before mm -hmm. we talked about this. I was just a very excited, nervous because there's just so much good information that that can be talked about in this topic. And I really feel you did a great job, you know, and, and, and I feel like our, the listeners can really take a lot from this as well. Oh, thank um, especially you so much. That, I, I don't think I did yeah. a good enough job because, like you said, there's oh. so many things that you can talk about that yeah. it's just scratching the surface, right? Yes, for sure. Right. And, but no, definitely you did. And there's a lot of great, you know, especially with the, with the questions that I was asking, I really kind of was asking you in a way and you, you really took them and you, you kind of, you know, you just, you just did a good job. Um, so I really, I really, I just want, you know, an opportunity for the viewers uh, and the listeners to, uh, you know, if they want to get a hold of you, where can they find you? Like, how could they talk to you? How could they, you know, perhaps inquire about your services? They can find me on Instagram or Facebook, and it's just my name. It's plain and simple, Serena Sousa. So that's S-E-R-I-N-A-S-O-U-S-A. And uh, they can check out my Instagram. And way back last year, maybe summer, um, there's a lot of uh, walking and talking, um, like less than a minute little videos that I posted. Um, so that would give, you know, your viewers a little bit of an insight about what I'm about and how I conduct my training and what I expect from um, my clients and what they should expect from me as well. As a Yes, coach. perfect. I'll make sure I put that in the episode as well um, in the description uh, for sure. And uh, you know what? I'm, I, I can't thank you enough for joining me. 
um, your your knowledge and expertise is just it's wonderful. And I love uh, the, your mindset, your perspective. You mentioned that actually not too long ago. Um, I think you have a great perspective. And I think that's why I was so drawn to to have you talk with with us and and you know just join me on on let's talk Frank and you know it sounds crazy that you know this is the seventh episode really you know what I mean and and it's lucky number seven lucky number seven <laughs> you know what I mean seven heaven right um, well thank you, you know, so much for end- having me I really appreciate it and um, if I can do my part in getting the word out with having more health and fitness into people's regular lives and it becoming a lifestyle, then, um, I'm, I'm all up for it. Please sign me up for that. Uh, cause there isn't, yes, there isn't perfect. enough of it. There isn't, enough you see folks, it. you see folks, you see what I'm saying? That's why she made the perfect guess. You know what <laughs> I mean? So I'm stressing it too. I think it's just so important. Um, I mean, we're in our forties. Uh, I just got to it actually. Uh, it was my birthday not too long ago. And today is uh, Hallow's Eve, good old Hallow's Eve. So, you know, probably will be indulging a little bit. But, you know, when it gets when it comes back to getting back to work, um, you know, that's just something that, you know, it's very important to me in my life right now. Um, it has been important to me. And I actually wanted to talk about uh, once when I was going through my separation, for example, I was. I was struggling to get to the gym, but I got to the gym, you know, because I knew I needed to to get my mind better and and you know what I mean? So it, folks, I, I really can't stress how much it's it's so important to me and how much it actually helps with my mental health too when it when I'm feeling down. Um just going out to the gym, listening to my music, you know, you know, my personal music, my personal um um, so, song lists, uh, I didn't even know, playlists, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of struggling for the word. Uh, but all those personal playlists that I make, that I cater to my emotions, um, you know, so depending on how I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, sorry, um, I actually might play this, you know, genre of music or that, or you know what I mean? And if I'm in a good mood, you know, I love my house music and that, even when I'm doing like a hard workout, like I love that and it gets me, if you see me dancing in my spot, you know what I mean? You know, I'm listening to some house music, you know, so. Um, That's always so, really yeah. entertaining for the people who work at the different clubs as well is just yes. watching you guys during your rest because we do it too. And you're kind of like, mm-hmm. or there's a little mm-hmm. dance move or something going on. It's actually quite entertaining for us as well because we know that you're really into it, right? Yes. You know what? I have seen people, um, mind you, very few, but I have seen people literally like just you know, dancing, you know, doing their thing. And you know what? All the power to them. You know what I mean? I'm sure I've heard people make comments like, oh, look at that freak or that weirdo. You know what? You nailed it. They're so in the zone. They're so into it right now. You and know? they're there and, for and them. Exactly. They don't care exactly. if you think they're a weirdo. They have no care in the world. They're just, they're doing no their care thing. In the world. And that's how they do it. So who are we to judge? Right? It's amazing. Yes, it really is. It really is. Um, I love to see people doing that. I'm just going to say it. I love to see it. I would love to see more people doing that and not worrying about, oh, walking all cool. And you know what I mean? Honestly, folks, you're there for yourself. You're there to to achieve your personal goals, um, your health goals. You know, we, we want to live as long as we can, right? We want to live with, for our families. We want to be there as, as, as healthy as we can. Like my grandmother, she's 100 years old. She's going to be turning 102 in, in, in four months. Like she was active for such a long time in her life. And I really, truly believe um, that part of that, part of that active lifestyle really contributed to her longevity in, in, in her life 
and she loves her wine. So she was able to fit those things too into her life so she could enjoy it. And she was all about her family and, uh, you know, really a big inspiration to me. And I'm grandma, abuelita, I'm going to follow you. Okay. I'm going to follow that. I'm going to stay active as, as long as I can, you know? So anyway, that was a little personal note, but Serena, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so Frank. much for joining me. I really appreciate Not a problem. it. Not a problem. Um, you know, great to, to, uh, to hear your, your, you talk and, and just your perspective on things. I love where your mind's at right now. I think, I think if a lot of people were to contact you, I think it'd be a great, you know, great opportunity to kind of, you know, see what you do and, and really help people get to that level as well. You know, that, well, you know, that goal that they want to set too. So I think a lot of great information. Um, so again, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a wonderful Hallow's Eve, whatever you're doing tonight and good luck. Oh, she mentioned she was cooking a, a, uh, a roast. Uh, what, sorry, what was it? A rack of, uh, rack of lamb? lamb. I can smell it. There you I go. Can smell it. it. It slows. There you go. It's cooking nice and slow for the last couple of hours, so it's going to be done for dinner time. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, just send me your address, and I'll uh, I'll be there for dinner. No problem. There's always room for one more. <laughs> well, you know my parents, right? They always had another another uh, chair at the table for whoever stopped by, right? They're great people. Make sure I said hello. Tell I them I said hello. And, Thank you so very and, much. And, you know, I hope I hope uh, they're doing well as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everything is uh, everything's peachy. I mean, there's some stressful things happening in my life as far as my career uh, is, is concerned right now. I will talk about that in other videos there, folks, or in other episodes. Um, we won't ruin that for today. But uh, other than that, though, I'm not afraid. I am on my journey. And you know, life is happening the way I'm, I'm, you know, the way I want it to happen. So it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm in a great place as well. So thank you very much, Serena. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the meal. I'm, je I'm definitely, definitely jealous. I hope it turns out fantastic for you guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. Take care. All right, guys, what'd you think? Huh? I know. I know what you're thinking. It was great. I enjoyed it myself. I really hope that you guys can take so much from this episode and take command of your of your body, of your health, um, because this is part of my teaching, mind, body, and soul. It's very important. It's very key. One thing that I, I forgot to mention, too, is that uh, we didn't actually touch base on it, but uh, yoga is actually very key as well as connecting your mind, body, and soul and helping you actually uh, with flexibility and, and being able to, uh, you know, get the max out of your body through stretching and breathing. Uh, and breathing actually even ties into meditation. So it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Um, you know, if I have Serena on again, hopefully we can talk more about that. Um, but I do have a yoga coach. I was hoping to get her on, but it, you know, everyone's busy nowadays. It's all good. Maybe that could be an idea for a later episode. But at the end of the day, folks, as you can tell, Serena is very enthusiastic. Um, she's somebody very passionate. You can hear it in her voice. Um, it was just such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Serena, for joining us on Let's Talk Frank. Uh, so I hope you all kind of learned a lot from this episode. And I uh, just want to thank you guys as well for for taking the time and, and listening to it and 
and uh, you know, keeping up with all the episodes. It's it's been a pleasure um, to kind of share my my passion and and a bit of my knowledge. And um, you know, it's an amazing adventure, and I really encourage everyone to take that uh, that adventure and that journey for themselves because it's amazing where it could. Who knows where it can end up for for each of you. Um, and each journey is is very s- specific to e- each one. So again, I really enjoyed this episode. It's been a long time coming. I really wanted to share with you guys. Really, at the end of the day, is just have somebody that was very passionate and and obviously knowledgeable in that field. And again, there's tons of knowledge out there. So that's just the tip of the iceberg as well. I'm just super pumped to to get that out to you guys. Okay, now let's switch gears a little bit here. There's going to be more content coming, but um, my next episode is going to be by myself, and I'm actually going to share with you how I decided to take this journey, and I'm going to actually get very specific with certain books, just certain stories, um, purging certain people, uh, all kinds of certain things. My personal journey could even be inspiring to a lot of people um, because at the end of the day, folks, this could be a very lonely road and a lonely journey because your journey is unique to yourself. So I want to share with you guys that as well. Um, I got to tell you, I've been, you know, sitting in my house, in my apartment, I should say, you know, by myself for for many nights. Um but the key is now, instead of getting into my head and trying to drown my my sorrows out with alcohol, um, you know, now it's just, you know, either meditating, just enjoying a movie, you know, maybe even having a, a nice conversation with, with uh, somebody that I'm very close to now. Um, but at the end of the day, these are the tips that I want to share with you on my next episode. Uh, and, I, and again, I just want to encourage everybody to really take that plunge. You know what I mean? It, it really is just going to build you up to become a better person. Imagine the knowledge that you're going to acquire through the books, whatever it is. It could be videos. It could be books. It could be whatever it is that's going to help you. Uh, it could be learning you know, something new, a new language, playing an instrument, um, something physical, maybe a new sport, skating, skiing, snowboarding. I got to tell you, snowboarding is very difficult, folks. So be prepared to have a sore butt for at least three days. If you're going to commit to snowboarding, it took me three days. Trust me. And my butt was super sore. Now that I know how to do it, I love how I can glide down any slope and just feel the wind on my face with that fresh air. Again, whatever it is, folks, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of blabbing as I usually do. Each journey is very unique, and I kind of want to share with you how I got to this point and how I'm actually bringing this content to you right now. Uh, and we've already touched base on some of that, but at the end of the day, it's, it's I think it's very cool to be able to share that with you guys to see whether or not, you know, you would like to take that journey in your life. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think you're, you'll be surprised with the amount of growth um, that you'll see and, and the change that you'll start to see around you, you and your life, uh, your relationships, uh, for sure. Uh, and not to mention, you actually might even, you know, let some relationships go in your life. 
because you start to see that you are kind of growing in a, in a in a different capacity. Now that could be, you know, up, down, sideways, left or right, it doesn't matter, but it could be just opposite from, you know, what your normal was or your normal crew was or whatever it was. And, you know, you just need that change. And trust me, folks, whenever you purge in life, you make room for new things. So remember that, you know, if you, anybody who follows anybody spiritual, um, you'll hear that from time to time, you know, don't be afraid to let go so that you can let new things come into your life. All right. So that's, what's exciting. You know, um, I know a lot of people kind of fear the unknown, but that's, what's exciting. If we already knew what was coming, how could that be exciting? So don't be afraid. The unknown is exciting. As long as we keep that perspective, if we fear the unknown, then the outcome could be very, you know, very poor. If we look at the unknown as something exciting, I can guarantee you folks, it will be something exciting. All right. So again, thank you so much, Serena, for joining me on this uh, episode, episode seven. We're going to come back at you soon with, uh, with my episode, another personal episode. And uh, I'm just super excited to continue to to put out good content. Um, as I mentioned too, I'm going to bring on, especially nowadays, I think it's very important to talk about mental health. And I'm going to bring my friend Lyle, who's committed to climbing the seven highest peaks of, of the world. And he's doing it all for men's awareness, specifically for men's mental health. Um, so statistically, uh, men commit more suicide than, than women do. So I know he wants to help and, and touch the world in, in, in a special way. So really looking forward to that episode as well. And I got to tell you, his energy is just fantastic. It is strong. You'll, you'll feel it coming right out of your speaker. So folks, super happy to have you guys follow me on this journey with great gratitude. I thank you all. And I... Thank you for continuing to support Let's Talk Frank. All right, guys. I think it's uh I think we can say that this episode is done. I'm really, I'm really happy about this episode and the way it turned out. So I wish you guys all Pura Via and we'll talk Frank again soon.